When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. listening to the Animation Addicts podcast with the Rotoscopers, episode 282, 2022, our year in review. Welcome to the Animation Addicts podcast with the Rotoscopers, the number one place to get your animation fix with animation addicts just like you. Each episode, we dive into the wonderful world of animation featuring Disney, DreamWorks, Pixar, and everything in between. From hilarious discussions and movie reviews to interviews with industry insiders, this show's mission is to brighten your day through our love of animation. So hop on your nerdy couch, grab some snacks, and get ready to hang out with your animation besties because it's time to dive into today's episode. Hey there, animation addicts. I'm Morgan Stradling. And I'm Chelsea Robson. And we are taking a look back at 2022, the movies we saw, the movies we reviewed, and we're just going to talk about our favorites from this year. We have seen so many different movies this year. Of We did our dog series. We did like a whole Hotel Transylvania series. We did our 10th anniversary episode. This is kind of crazy. Uh, we talked wow, about yeah. <laughs> so, we talked about that. the Disney Princess concerts and oh my gosh, we've done so many things this year. Absolutely, we can kind of break this into two two different groups: movies that we saw as part of the podcast, and then movies also that came out as part of the animation fair. There, it seems like nowadays that I feel like this started maybe 2015 ish. There just became such an influx of animated films that were released every year. It became harder to see them all, or not that it became harder to see them all, the desire to see them all <laughs> kind of decreased because I feel like the quality wasn't necessarily there, or you just feel totally swamped with stuff. I don't know if you felt that way, but there were times when, when I definitely felt that way. We will, we will talk about that. <laughs> okay. Let's just let bygones be gone. The important thing is that we're pals forever. Am I right? Absolutely, old friend. You see, nothing brings friends together like bells. <sighs> how true, how true. And I think that calls for... <laughs> One more round of uh, jingly bells? Oh, look at you. <laughs> Jingly bells, jingly bells on a New Year's Eve. And I'm so glad to be right here that I may never leave. Take it, Rara. Uh, jingly bells, jingly bells to old friends, everyone. We, we give to you our gratitude for good times, joy, and fun. <laughs> Isn't this a great gang of friends? They sure are, aren't they? 
when we are looking back at these, it's so funny because I can be like, oh, yeah, I remember exactly where I was when I was watching that. I remember, you know, it's kind of like a resume, uh, a resume of the year of how, mm-hmm. how would I say that? Uh, just a review of, of my own year <laughs> of like in, in the life of Chelsea, where was I and, and what else was happening? Yeah. What spawned the could Cruella sue Roger episode, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So le- starting with the beginning you know, this kind of leads into it. We started off with Hotel Transylvania 3 and 4 because the fourth movie was coming out and we had reviewed the two other ones. So we said, hey, let's let's just go ahead and, you know, review the other one that we need to do before the fourth one comes out. So Hotel T3 was the cruise one. You know, I, that's all I really remember from that right. film. And then Hotel T4 I don't really remember anything <laughs> from that at all, which is crazy. It's been Isn't nearly that a year. The one it's where like, they all turn I, into, like they swap and they turn into monsters yes, and he turns yes. into a human. And I, I vaguely remember that I didn't love the way that it ended up, like the who inherited the, oh, yes, yes, yes. There was the big moment where the boyfriend, I can't <laughs> he gets all mad because he finds out he's not going to inherit the right hotel so which weird. makes no sense and it was like who are you you selfish little boy so <laughs> <laughs> that was that <laughs> oh so that that was a good one so moving on we finally got to watch missing link which was on my list to watch for years <laughs> ah, yes chelsea has been asking and asking let's do this let's watch this one and it just kept getting bump 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 and actually turned out being really cute you know i really it seems like it, we yeah. did we did a few movies that kind of had these abominable beasts mm-hmm. uh, l- l- last year. We did a few more of them. I, abominable was one of them that we did earlier. And, and so we kind of all of these mysterious creatures we, we did. And so that was a fun one. We did our 10 year anniversary episode. Now, let's not forget our nerdy couch discussions. That's something that we've introduced the past few years. We've broken this up, made them our separate episodes. So, you know, we talked about Bruno because the beginning of 2022, we don't talk about Bruno was just this crazy phenomenon. It was, it was literally everywhere. playing on the radio. It, so we were talking about that and it worked out perfectly because in 2021, we really did spend a lot of time on different songs um, and Disney songs mm-hmm. and, and analyzing and breaking down the different categories that songs can fit into. So it just was a natural progression that we're going to continue to do that. And with Chelsea being the resident music expert, there will never not be a time when we don't talk about songs on the Animation Addicts podcast. (laughs) We have to tap into her expertise. What else do I have to Which leads us into (laughs) the Disney Princess concert, which Chelsea went to. Oh, it was was, was great fun. That episode is is really cool. You can go back and listen to it and, and see all the funny, fun things. Marissa came along and all the princesses were amazing. We got to see Susan Egan up there, which is like, oh, yay. <laughs> lots and lots of fun with that. Then we had the Aristocats. So we were kind of, we've done, we love our Disney films. Okay, we're not going to lie. We love our Disney films. We fo- will forever predominantly lean Disney on, on the, the podcast. Now, actually quite a few of the films this year i feel like oh we're always going to disney and we're not giving these other studios a chance but there aren't that many films that are not that we haven't done it's not like we just did disney this year there's quite a bit that we well there there aren't that many movies on the disney canon that we haven't done yet like over past 10 years we've done a lot of them 
And so it's getting we're, a bit more obscure. Yeah, we're getting to or the less favorite. <laughs> <laughs> not to say, I really like the Aristocats though. So I don't want to like say that that one's not one of my favorites or something. It's just no, yeah. It's a I, every time I watch it, I enjoy it, but it's just not one that's going to be like my first go to. Right. One like, let's have a Disney movie night. So then we had our best Disney dates, which was fun. I really liked getting that episode together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we have some really fun ideas for nerdy couch discussions. They allow us to stretch our creative wings sometimes. So those were some good ones. We went back to Oliver and Company, we, you know, Disney again, Shrek ever, Shrek forever after. So we finally did the fourth so far and final Shrek film, which is crazy to think that we've, wow. you know, finally hit that milestone. And that was just such a behemoth of the early 2000s, that that franchise, however good or bad it did. It seems like once they get to these fourths, they haven't quite ever really, um, they don't pan out in my <laughs> mind. So, you know. We forgot about Turning Red. Turning Red was back in May. <laughs> How could, I, I mean, not that I forgot about it. I'm just kind of skipping over <laughs> different things. But Turning Red was interesting because, you know, these, this was one of the new releases. We were very upset that it didn't get the proper theatrical treatment that it deserved and that it was advertised as up until a moment before, almost a month or two before. Then they kind of took, you know, the rug from out from under us, said, oh, just kidding, Disney+. Plus." And you know how I feel about Disney Plus. Disney Plus, and I am not ashamed. It just, it is what it is to me. It feels like direct-to-DVD quality stuff. It's like, this is, you know, and, and we can see with some of the films that are coming out, they, you know, there are some good ones. Obviously, anything Pixar's putting out is the high, high, upper echelon quality, but it feels like some of this other filler stuff that they're putting in just feels lesser quality Disney Toon Studios. Mm -hmm. It's it's direct to DVD type of stuff just because, hey, you know, like no one's going to really analyze it too much over there. But Turning Red, that was probably one of the more controversial ones. I just didn't love it. Uh -huh. I didn't feel, you yeah, know, it's, it was it's one uh, of those movies that people really either really love it or they really yes. just don't. And that's fine, too, because it's it, like there's I feel like every movie is going to find its audience somewhere. It just felt totally different from Pixar, which that's fine. You can grow and you can be different, but Pixar really has established itself as this family-friendly brand. And I just wasn't sure that the subject matter and even the message at the end just really worked for me. Mm -hmm. But hey, that's okay. You know, they got to take their chances where they are. So Oliver and Company, Shrek Forever After, we did sidekick songs. So uh -huh. our favorite sidekick songs. Classy. And <laughs> breaking those down. Then another one that we did was The Bad Guys. And to me, this was kind of one of the sleeper hits of the year. Yeah, this was I went into this not expecting anything from it and enjoyed it so much. Yeah, this was probably, if I'm looking at it, one of the top three movies that I saw this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So good. So unexpected. And it's based on a, a comic, kind of a graphic novel series. So I want to check that out for my kids because my kids actually really love the bad guys. They think it's so, oh, so great. So oh, even, though, even though Pippa got sick during it. Uh, let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, we had to go to H&M and we bought her these socks to, you know, wear. I don't know why she needed socks. I think <laughs> she thinks she needed socks. So I'm like, well, we're buying you a dress anyways. And since I'm here and since H&M is so far away, like we're just going to pick up these socks. They're uh, a sock for every day of the week. So they have a little oh, like, nice. a unicorn on it. And it says Monday and or it has a butterfly. Does she it says still Tuesday. wear them? She wears them all the time, but she always wants to wear the specific one for the specific day. So we've kind of created a problem because <laughs> I'm like, this doesn't match what you're wearing today. But whatever. <laughs> I've, I've come to the point where I'm like, 
you be you, you dress yourself and you know, I and you'll love it. Myself. You know, the strawberry pants with rainbow shirt, go for it. <laughs> that's so that's what being a three-year-old is all about. Exactly. So then we go into chicken run, which was a lot of fun to finally do that one, you know, 22 years later. And then we had an interesting nerdy couch discussion. A little bit legal. <laughs> Could Cruella Sue Rogers? So still kind of going into some songs, but in a different way. We were we were hitting that conversation. So that was fun. Well, that was also during you know the Johnny Depp trial. And so it was probably <laughs> one of the more like we've we hardly ever do things that are culturally like relevant <laughs> at the moment, unless it's like a new movie that came out. But that, yes, we like to keep it timeless. Yeah, we, we we try to lean in more toward the evergreen side. But that one was definitely for the moment. Perfect. I loved it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so this was our what was it? Our foul series? Oh, our- yes. <laughs> The flying foul. <laughs> flying foul series. So let's hit these up. We had Chicken Little, Swamp Princess, nine and ten while we were at it. Oh, yes. So those were, you know, a variety of different foul that we hit up. <laughs> and we also in the middle of that, we talked about our ranking Pixar songs, and that was really fun because we will go into a Pixar series very, very soon. I'll jump into it. I mean, we we did our Disney Canon tier ranking, and that we had six different no, we had seven. Uh, there's seven different. There's the the Golden Age, the Wartime Era, the Silver Age, the Bronze Age, the Renaissance Age, the Post Renaissance Age, and the Revival Era. So that was seven different nerdy couch discussion episodes. Gave us a lot of content. We liked that, <laughs> <laughs> and those were really fun. And we got great feedback that people just really loved going back and talking about each one of those and our thoughts on those. And it just gives you a chance to go back and think about the different films. Uh, the, their importance in the time that they came, uh, similarities to other films during that age, just really, really good times. So definitely, if you haven't checked those out, go back and listen to those episodes. And then and we'll go back to the other movies, but I'm, while I'm here, might as well. We did the same thing for Pixar. So we only had about four different ages for Pixar, the classic age, the golden age, the sequel age, and the post or the post Lasseter age. Na- <laughs> Didn't quite end up on the happy TBD. side, but you know, we're, we're here. We're, we're moving forward still. <laughs> it is what it is for now. <laughs> you know, five years, we can, we can come back to it and say, you know what? This is a better name. Yeah. But we don't have one right now. Those were really fun as well, because I feel like those aren't necessarily as broken down and discussed as the Disney yeah, ages. So it was fun to kind of do I haven't that. gone through that. So that, that seemed a little bit more like, oh, we're cutting edge. <laughs> so novel. Yes. <laughs> so going back to the other films, you know, Swan Princess 9 and 10, they were what they were. It, it, they were just kind of funny, kind of a joke. <laughs> Interesting to tap into the podcast oh, see, and, and look at those. That's the thing. I, I, I got surprisingly into the Swan Princess nine. nine. Yeah. Yes. Nine is good. I was 10 like, is like, this okay, is my jam, right? Man? <laughs> this is the sequel that isn't, didn't lead up to the hype of the first one, yeah. which was nine. Swan Princess nine was really, really the star and the reason of all of them. I'm like, oh, this is the one we need to do. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I'm, I would probably, if I'm looking at, okay, of my top three movies, I might even put that in there. I don't know. We'll see. Mm, okay. Pin that for later. We'll pin that. We talked about Alice in Wonderland with our friend Jean, which was great. We that was a deep dive. Another one long on the list that just kept getting pushed. 
you know, it was never one of my favorite films. So I think that's maybe one of the reasons why I'm like, meh, we could do it another day. And then it leads us into talking about the Disney afternoon, which was cool because the Disney afternoon was everything in the 90s. And that was to prep for the Chippendales Rescue Rangers episode. That was so the good. direct to DVD to direct to Disney Plus film, which we just had to talk about. It was just, you know, so occasionally one of the one of those comes along. I mean, as far as the dis- straight to Disney Plus ones, like this one was just that that sleeper one of like, oh, you mean this really could have actually been of a theatrical <laughs> and probably should have in a lot of in your if you're comparing yeah. them. So I really liked Chippendale. That's actually the only one that I've probably gone back and tried to watch again. Wow. <laughs> so surprising. Nice. I know. So then we do The Secret of Kells, which it was good to do. It was good I think to do. It was-, I, it was one that had always been people had been trying to tell us to do it. And so it was always on the list. And like literally since 2013. <laughs> <laughs> so 10 years later. We did it. <laughs> we finally did this. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not kidding you. People were telling us to do this. So it was kind of strange for me to... <laughs> You'll have to go back and listen to the episode, but that one, yeah, we did it. So there we go. Woohoo! Then we head into our dog series, Fox and the Hound, Sergeant Stubby and American Hero, Frank and Weenie, Isle of Dogs and Scoop. Quite a range of dog movies. Obviously, there are so many more dog movies that we could have done. Some of them we have done, obviously, but I think we got a nice mix of different studios. So we have Disney, we have, you know, um, Tim Burton through Disney. Um, we have Wes Anderson. We have Warner Brothers. So we have quite a few, you know, more of an, an independent studio, really a range of, of dogs as being our main hero. And that took us quite a few months. We went through that and ended with Scoob, which <laughs> didn't, didn't work too much for me, but that's okay. Um, then we... We moved into something interesting. We did Barbie and the 12 Dancing Princesses. You know, we had previously done Barbie as the princess and the pauper. Which I really enjoyed that one. That was, so that was, two, so, that was 21. Uh, but yeah. yeah, so this one, the 12 Dancing Princesses, we, we ha- were able to have soul on that one, which I love it. Yeah. Always great to have new people. Then Disney's Strange World. So we didn't hit every single new release that came out this year, but there are some flagship tentpole ones that we just got to do in the Disney newest one. We, we just, you know, we are Disney fans through and through. So we got we got to hit that one. Now, at the end of this, I do want to talk about maybe some films that we didn't review on the podcast that had come out in twenty. 22 because there are some where i'm like ah, i really wish we could have done that mm-hmm. it just didn't work out and then we had a few more nerdy couch discussions we talked about the best and worst disney live action adaptations Woo! okay <sighs> you know how i feel about that i know cinderella forever <laughs> oh yes definitely cinderella forever then a really fun one which just is the epitome of a nerdy couch discussion to me is tier ranking the Disney CEOs. (laughs) And you know what? I never thought that Michael Eisner would come back as a a positive figure in my life. (laughs) But having seen where we are now. Oh gosh. Yes. I mean, yes. Yeah. Go listen to that one for all of our takes. (laughs) That was a great one. Oh man. And then we go into the holiday season, which is always a, a blast for us. Beauty and the Beast, The Enchanted Christmas. <laughs> oh, such a classic. Uh, speaking of direct-to-video and, and their uh, 
forte. <laughs> Whereas Mason would really need know. him. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, we couldn't help but wrap it up with oh the so infamous. horrible but just the the, the train wreck that you can't <laughs> stop watching the swan princess christmas swan princess four so that was our big high note that we ended the year on chelsea <laughs> and now here we are here we are <laughs> once again i do want to go back so if we're looking at different animated films that had come out there was a new ice age the Adventures of Buck that came out onto Disney Plus, which, you know what? Uh, Interesting. So fortunate because it was part of the acquisition of Blue Sky and they had certain things in development and then they just like kind of released them to the wind and said, here you go. Right. And then shutter, you know, stuttered the studio and, and closed up shop, which really it just seemed like, oh, you just purchased us because you didn't like our competition. <laughs> no, that's exactly what it is. I really think that's is. what it, you no, know, one exactly of the main reasons is, is. is they are taking up dates on our theatrical calendar and, you know, making X amount of money. And, and that's what, so that's what companies do. Sometimes they just purchase a company that is a, a competitor. And yes, it may be an incredible company, but they have no intention of doing anything with it because they're like, we want to be the only one. Right. That's I, what uh, we want. Guy was. We want to pick out your best talent, get rid of the rest, and then we'll mm -hmm. you know do whatever we want with your catalog. Because eh, sure, we liked it. Yep. People like it. So, yay! We have the Sea Beast, which came out on Netflix, which I haven't seen that, but it looks pretty cool. Other ones we didn't see. <laughs> Does Pinocchio count? Oh, I'm not going to count that. <laughs> That's kind of a live action remake that has animation. We talked about it. The League of Super Pets, we uh, yeah. did not uh, participate in, but I know that it was, you know, definitely, I saw lots of commercials for it. It was a, kind of a summer release. My kids would have liked it. We just never got around to seeing it. There was Lightyear that came out. Surprisingly, we it. didn't do, you know, the big <laughs> Pixar film, but we just, uh, our heart wasn't in it because we're just kind of, I'm just disappointed. I just... I'm kind of mad, disappointed with Pixar and what they're right. doing. What well, they did to Toy Story 4, and then we got this, and I was like, eh. Well, no I thanks. did see this for us. <laughs> I took the I took the bullet. And uh yeah, so that my review of that is on our uh Pixar post Lassiter's era. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good times. Then the you know, other notable ones is Minions, The Rise of Gru. I really which, liked that one actually. Yeah. I didn't see it because I just, again, I'm kind of fatigued with some of these films, especially as we're getting into the three, four, and then we're in spinoff territory. Yeah. It's just too much for me. And I just, I am an animation addict, but I know where I need to stop. I yeah. know my limits and it, I'm still addicted, but not going over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> You're just microdosing here and there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually I'm thinking about it. Like, did I like, Rise of Gru as much as I thought. I think I gave that one a passing grade. Uh-huh. But I, I don't think that I actually really liked it because now that I'm thinking about what was it even about? I mean, I know what it was about, but like, I think there was just a lot of things that happened in that movie that it was just like, I don't know what you're trying to do. Like there was a, yeah. there were three, yeah, there were three main stories that were happening and it was just too much and to follow. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't think that it, I, it would make my top three, but it was, it got a passing grade. Another one was Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank. Now this came out around the same time as the League of Super Pets. And I kind of was confusing them. Even one was, one was more Asian inspired. 
the other one was obviously superhero inspired, but they kind of just blended into the same for me. And then I think one of the most notable that we didn't talk about, which I think we should, we should add to early 2023 is, is Skydance Animation's Luck. Yeah. Now this one came out on Apple TV and this is, I feel the problem with animation and just movies right now in general is that everything's so disjointed and everyone has their own streaming platforms. They're trying to get different films to be a flagship release on this platform to get people to sign up or this platform. So this didn't come to theaters. It was exclusively Apple TV and I wasn't going to go out of my way to subscribe to Apple TV just for this one. Unfortunately, it just, I'm sorry, I wasn't going to, but I really, I guess, I guess I might have to because it looks really good. And again, this is where John Lasseter moved over to. He moved over to Skydance. And this was the first one that he was involved with. Yeah, that would be interesting to uh, see and, how they do. So I kind of want to see, okay, like what translated, what's different, you know, what's, what's the studio all about. So that's, those are the, those are what came out. The ones that we didn't touch on the podcast. Let us know which one of those from 2022, you know, were really diamonds in the rough that we need to talk about. So I think we could, you know, maybe early in 2023, do a 2022 catch up, you know, now that the Christmas season is over and we have our new year's resolutions and we're, we can, we can go back to some of those that maybe we missed and and review them. And I think luck should be on our 2023 list for sure. I agree. Let's do it. So let us know your thoughts, your favorite movies that we did this year on the Animation Addicts podcast, and also that just came out in general that you say, hey, guys, you're, you're really sleeping on this one. You need to do this. So if you could, you could just pick three top ones that you had reviewed this year, which would they be? So the top ones that I've reviewed, and I'm not going to put them in, in order as in this is my number one, because I don't really know. It's been a while since I had to like really rank them that way. But my top three, definitely bad guys. I'm going to say Swan Princess Nine and then also Chippendale. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do the bad guys, Isle of Dogs. Uh, let's throw Fox and the Hound in there. Ah, classic. And so, I don't know. Then those, you know, the Christmas ones are so good. Yeah, they are. Yeah, more just for the discussion of them. <laughs> um, good times on the podcast. Thank you to everyone who has supported us and listened. You know, whether you are a patron, a subscriber, listener, we love you guys and we appreciate your support year in and year out. Thank you so much. It's crazy that this is, you know, our 11th year of doing the podcast, yeah. which is pretty crazy. And we're still doing it, which is awesome. <laughs> so we will be doing much more. Let us know. Go to rotoscopers.com. I don't know what, but um, <laughs> check out the website, get all the news and reviews. Well, I, I want to let them to let us know. Let us know your thoughts. Send us a voicemail. It'd be really cool to do a year-end show where everyone sends in their thoughts about 2022. So if you'd like to send us some voicemails, go to rotoscopers.com slash voicemails. As always, thank you to the patrons. If you would like to consider being a patron to support the show even further, we have a lot of fun perks. We have our patron community. We have special episodes just for the patrons. We have bonus ad-free episodes. So if you don't love the ads, hey, this is the easiest way to not get those. Plus you get bonus content at the end of each of those episodes. Good, good times. And it's just an easy way to support the show. And we love you guys for that. So that's all I have for this episode. 
Until next time, we, we are, are the Rotoscopers. My voice sounds so bad. <gasps> well, he's okay. He's okay. <laughs> It'll, it'll um, just be okay. like, oh, you lost your voice again? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, it happens to Chelsea. <laughs> the singer it sounds can't. better towards the end. Yeah. I, I didn't really notice it as much. So Okay. <laughs> um, okay, let me end this. Go check on the kiddos. They're watching Nightmare Before Christmas oh. because Pippa has been begging for a long time to watch it. So, um, And then Graham didn't want to watch it. He wanted to watch something else. But I was like, hey, if we put on... What if we put on the sing-along version because he can read now and he like is reading at like a third grade level oh, and nice. he loves to read everything. So he loves when we're listening to songs. If I have my Spotify on, he wants to hold the phone, which normally I don't do phones ever, but he likes to watch the lyrics. Oh, yeah. You know, you can see the lyrics. So I was like, okay, this is a fine screen time activity because yeah. it's helping him read and he likes to whatever. So um, <laughs> Way to that was the... Yes, that was the compromise we made. And I think he was satisfied with that. So I got to make sure that everyone's still alive over there. And, okay. Um, yes. So let me end this. All right. Ending now. You've been listening to the Animation Addicts podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and be sure to leave us a five-star review. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to help spread the word, be sure to share the podcast with your friends on social media. Just don't forget to tag us at Rotoscopers on Instagram and use the hashtag Animation Addicts. For all the links and full show notes for this episode, go to rotoscopers.com slash podcast. Now, if you still can't get enough for your animation fix, be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube and visit rotoscopers.com for more animation news, reviews, and interviews. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.